Section 15 of Letters to His Children by Theodore Roosevelt. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Read by Denise Nordell, Modesto, California. Section 15. To Ted on a Hunting Trip. Oyster Bay, August 25, 1903. Dear Ted, We have thought of you a good deal, of course. I am glad you have my rifle with you, you scamp. Does it still have those associations which you alleged as the reason why you would value it so much when, in the near future, I became unable longer to use it? I do not have very much hope of your getting a great deal of sport on this trip, and anything you do get in the way of furred or feathered game and fishing I shall count as so much extra thrown in. But I feel the trip will teach you a lot in the way of handling yourself in a wild country, as well as of managing horses and camp outfits, of dealing with frontiersmen, etc. It will therefore fit you to go on a regular camping trip next time. I have sternly refused to allow Mother to ride Wyoming, on the ground that I would not have her make a martyr of herself in the shape of riding a horse with a single-foot gait, which she so openly detests. Accordingly, I have had some long and delightful rides with her, she on Yajenka and I on Blystein, while Ethel and Kermit have begun to ride Wyoming. Kermit was with us this morning and got along beautifully till we galloped, whereupon Wyoming made up his mind that it was a race, and Kermit, for a moment or two, found him a handful. On Sunday, after we came back from church and bathed, I rode Mother out to the end of Lloyd's Neck, near your favorite camping ground. There we took lunch and spent a couple of hours with our books, reading a little and looking out over the beautiful sound and at the headlands and white beaches of the coast. We rode back through a strange, shimmering sunset. I have played a little tennis since you left. Winty Chandler beat me two sets, but I beat him one. Alex Russell beat me a long deuce set, ten to eight. Today the smaller children held their championship. Nick won a long deuce set from Archie, and, to my surprise, Oliver and Ethel beat Kermit and Philip in two straight sets. I officiated as umpire and furnished the prizes, which were pen-knives. End of Summer at Oyster Bay Oyster Bay, September twenty third, 1903 Blessed Kermit, the house seems very empty without you and Ted, although I cannot conscientiously say that it is quiet. Archie and Quentin attend to that. Archie, barefooted, bareheaded, and with his usual faded blue overalls, much torn and patched, has just returned from a morning with his beloved Nick. Quentin has passed the morning in sports and pastimes with the long-suffering secret service men. Alan has been associating closely with Mother and me. Yesterday Ethel went off riding with Lorraine. She rode Wyoming, who is really turning out a very good family horse. This evening I expect Grant Lafarge and Owen Wister, who are coming to spend the night. Mother is as busy as possible putting up the house, and Ethel and I insist that she now eyes us both with a purely professional gaze, and secretly wishes she could wrap us up in a neatly pinned sheet with camphor balls inside. Good-bye, blessed fellow. End of section 15. Recording by Denise Nordell, Modesto, California.